All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities, India's leading broking firm. Good morning. I hope you had a good weekend. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint. Listen in over the next few minutes to get a head start on your week. Today is the 28th of January. Subhash Chandra's SL Group has said that it reached an understanding with lenders having a pledge on Z Group promoter's stake that the steep decline in shares of group companies would not lead to a default. Entities belonging to the Z Group tumbled in trade on Friday after a report that said that SL Group's name emerged in a probe linked to large deposits made after demonetization. Now, you're probably familiar with the FIR that was raised against former ICICI Bank CEO Chanda Kochar last week. It turns out that Sudhanshu Dhar Mishra, the officer who had signed off on the CBI's FIR, has been transferred. That's according to a report by the ANI. The cabinet is likely to approve a package for farmers today to boost their income and address distress in the farm sector ahead of the general election. That's a PTI report that quotes unnamed sources. Central public sector enterprises will implement the 10% quota for economically weaker sections in all direct recruitment vacancies from the 1st of February. And in other news, the Supreme Court on Sunday cancelled the 29th January hearing in the politically sensitive Ram Janmabhoomi Babri Masjid land title dispute. That's on account of the non-availability of one of the five judges of the Constitution bench. In international news, in the US, federal agencies affected by the 35-day partial shutdown began reopening after President Donald Trump signed a stopgap funding measure without the border wall funds that he had demanded. But having been unable to make House Speaker Nancy Pelosi budge in the slightest, he hasn't admitted defeat and once again vowed on Saturday that the wall on the US-Mexican border would be built. Now with that in mind, it seems that US federal employees may not be back at work for long. In fact, White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney didn't rule out another shutdown if President Donald Trump and congressional leaders can't strike a budget deal by mid-February that includes funding for a border wall. One estimate indicates that the 35-day partial government shutdown cost the US $6 billion in lost productivity and economic activity. In other important news, vice ministers from Beijing arrive in the US today to pave the way ahead of trade talks in Washington and investors will be watching out for any hints of progress. Chinese President Xi Jinping's top economic aide, Vice Premier Liu He, will meet with US Trade Representative Robert Lichtizer and Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin on Wednesday and Thursday. Venezuela has backed down on its decision to sever diplomatic ties with the US, announcing that each country had agreed to keep an interest section open in their respective capitals. Earlier, US Secretary of State Michael Pompeo had told the UN that Juan Guaido is the nation's rightful leader and the world must choose between freedom and mayhem. The EU demanded speedy elections. In the Caracas, Guaido asked a crowd to reassure soldiers that they can get amnesty after deserting the president. In international markets, US stocks ended higher on Friday, with the three averages gaining by three-fourths of a percent to 1.3%. In Asia this morning, only two of the three early risers were trading when I checked. The Nikkei was lower by 0.4% and the Kospi was marginally higher. 
With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how are we looking at the start of the week? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. The global queues are decent at this point of time and the SGX Nifty is indicating a positive outlook. As far as earnings seasons is concerned, uh, none of the Nifty companies will come out with numbers today, but lots of mid-cap escorts, Bank of India, Canada Bank, CED, Godrej Properties, Persistent Systems, RBL, Sriram Transport and Tata Power. In terms of numbers after market hours and over the weekend, LNT declared strong set of numbers, a beat on all parameters, even on the order inflow side. No change in guidance and the management said that the higher end of the sales guidance will be met, but no upgrades or target hikes coming in from the brokerage because the big concern is the weak infra margins that came in because that was hit due to high commodity costs. M&M Financial also mixed set of numbers. NII was up 20%. Profit was down 20% due to an exceptional gain last time, but the asset quality improved. Management reiterated confidence in achieving 20% plus AUM growth and 3% ROA in FI20. Sriram City Union Finance mixed set of numbers. Net interest income was down 3.1%. AUM contracted 3% QOQ and and disbursements were cut around 30% on a quarter-on-quarter basis. Graf Finance net interest income was down 8%, net profit was up 7%, Gati decent set of numbers, revenues up 7%, profit up 27% and EBITDA margins at 5% versus 5.3%. Neil Kamal, weak set of numbers, even though revenues were 8%, uh, profit was down 17% and EBITDA was down 25% on raw material cost. Strong numbers from Saregama as well as V2 Retail, both of them reported extremely strong set of numbers even on the EBITDA front. And uh, Kiloskar brother, revenues up 17%, profit up 42% and margins at 7% versus 5.6%. The two important stocks to watch today again will be ZTV and Dish TV. Promoter pledge issue hurting the stock on Friday. The management has denied any proceedings against and with respect to the articles that appeared in the wire. Subhash Chandra then wrote an open letter and SL Group then indicated that they've arrived at an agreement with the lenders. The con call is there today at 830 ECL Finance, that is Edelweiss and IFL Wealth, sold significant amount of stake in Dish TV on Friday. Lupin will be in focus. The USFDA completes the inspection of the company's Pitampur unit with six observations. Remember, this plant is under warning letter. Mindtree has said that the income tax department provisionally attaches uh, 22 lakh shares of Coffee Day Enterprises and 53 lakh shares of VG Siddharth in a period of uh, for a period of six months from Jan 25. CCD on its part has clarified that there is no tax liability. So that is something that you need to work, work out for. And we need to find out whether the stake sale can happen or no. NBCC receives orders worth 228 crores in New Delhi. And Devan Housing has said that they have initiated steps to sell non-core assets and expects to close a major one by Jan 30. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. And thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.